Okay. How important to be involved in conservation? How do you look at those organizations which are involved in conservation? Uh, so there's really three different parts to the question. The first part of the question is, um, is it something which intrinsically is good or bad? Uh, and the second part is, based on that, how much are we meant to be involved in uh, assisting or helping it if it is good? So the first point, is, it, is, is there a mile to trying to save the planet? One of the two sides, the one side is that the planet is given to people, people have done a great job of ruining it, and that's okay, so maybe it's a person's responsibility to fix it up as well. The other side of the story is that it's not your, that that's not something which is, uh, so to speak, uh, uh, within the realm of what people can do to destroy a planet, and therefore we don't have to be so worried about it. No, I shouldn't take care of the planet. Um, so, it's like this. The MS lies somewhere in between. In other words, there, of course, as people, there's a certain effect we can have, both for good or for bad. We can develop things and make them better. We can destroy things and make them worse. So, for sure, people have that ability. Uh, is there a reason to destroy the world? No. It's even to get a Baltashmas. Even to chop down a tree for nothing is Baltashmas. So if you want to say, should a person be careful not to destroy things needlessly, not to start forest fires, not to do things which are just destroying Hashem's world? For sure. The world is here for a reason. But people can destroy a lot of it. And then, of course, there's a reason not to do that. Is it reasonable to assume that people could destroy the whole world? That we, we, we could cause enough... Uh, CFC emissions, there's eventually the whole planet will warm up and become uh, flooded by the melting ice caps, or we're going to cause a nuclear weapon which will blow up Earth, or whatever else it's going to be. Is that a reasonable possibility? No. No. People can't destroy the world. Akadosh Baruch Hu created the world, Nashim is the world for a reason, and uh, he's not going to just let people accidentally or willfully, whatever it's going to be, uh, wipe it out. But we can definitely damage it. We can definitely harm the world, we can definitely damage the world. And in that, there is a certain level that a person has in the Christ to not to destroy Hashem's creation. I mean, there's a famous Chazal that after Hashem created the world, he took Adam and and he shows in the world and he says, Look at the world I created, pay attention, you're not going to destroy my world. Now, that could be talking on a spiritual level, but also talking on a physical level. And that is, the world was created, and people do have certain uh, freedom to act. And if they're going to misuse that, they could misuse the world and ruin the world. And therefore, there's a certain obligation not to destroy, not to ruin the world that I'm creating. So if a person is going to ask, like, is there anything wrong with needlessly destroying things? The answer is yes. Number one is which applies to anything which could be used. And number two, if it's destroyed, there's also this element of you shouldn't do things to destroy the world. Make sure that you don't destroy my world. So, where does that apply? Where does that apply? So, in other words, in those places where a person would otherwise not pay attention to the potential damage that they're causing. So, then there's such an Indian. People who walk past trees and just like break up branches as they go. It's about Tashkis. That's the reason for the tree. And you're destroying the world for nothing. It might not be in the eyes of the conservationists the biggest deal, but that's an example of ruining the world, destroying the world. 
similarly it's brought in Chazal, don't destroy something other people could use. You know, that's also a gain of our tashkis. And therefore, even if I don't need it and I have no use for it, but just to ruin it for nothing, there are other people, like the Gemara said, don't throw rocks into a well. Other people could need the water, you could use the water. And that's another area where things apply, which means don't do things to ruin the world because it's, it's preventing other people who will be able to get a benefit from That's the first point. That's the late answer. That comes from the Bible. It's the Baltashkas angle, and that is the person shouldn't try, or even not try, but shouldn't be involved, do things which are destructive to the world. And even talking on a very small level. Uh, to ruin things, to destroy things needlessly. Now, if we know that things we do can have an effect on a bigger sense, if you make, burn, use aerosols or you, whatever it is, burn certain gases and it's going to uh, have an effect on the world as a whole, so is there a reason not to do that? Is there a reason not to do that? So here we come to... Here we come to your site. And the side is that on the one hand, the person is not allowed to ruin the world. On the other hand, the person is allowed to use the world. Even though using the world is be'etzim, depleting it. If I'm going to eat fruit, I'm taking them off the trees. If I'm going to catch, uh, catch deer and shech them, then I'm depleting the herds of deer. I'm, if I'm going to fish, fish. So there's less fish in the ocean. So in, in the nature, if I want to build a house, I want to chop down trees for logs of wood, I want to build less trees. So the nature of a person's usage of the world is definitely depletes the world. So, so nobody no, no talks about this aspect. This famous trip against hunting, and he says, "What's the tzarech adam?" So that we said, "The ars we get lost in the adam." So what's the tzarech adam? I'm allowed to do. The problem is it's not a tzarech adam. Just for the sake of destroying the world, or for, for no good reason, that's where it's a problem. So it'll be the same thing over here. If a person needs something, and this is the way that they, they can they can get what they need. So then the fact that it's, it's coming at the expense of whatever natural resources I'm using to do it. Okay, but that's too bad. The world is given to us to use. We're allowed to pick fruit, we're allowed to fish fish, we're allowed to burn fires, we're allowed to cut down trees. If it's not sorry, we're allowed to use it. Um, but the question is, and therefore, so, so as we, to deny, for a person to deny themselves things which are considered necessary or useful or helpful to people because it might in some way be damaging to the planet, that's not a question we have to do. So, for example, if let's say I would say, I don't know if anybody has, but let's say I would say that, you know, smoke is the worst thing for the environment, and therefore we want all people only to eat cold food. Because cooking causes smoke, and smoke is bad for the environment. Let's all go to a cold food only diet. You wouldn't be mechayv to, to do that. What a person's allowed to use, a tzarech is allowed to use. The question only is, let's say there's an equal alternative. So is there any reason why a person should prefer a, a similar item which they claim does less damage to the, to the ozone layer or to the environment, whatever it's going to be, than something which, which is going to cause damage, assuming both are exactly equal? So then again, if that's the case, if both are exactly equal, so then we can come back to the same story. And that is, being as it doesn't impact on what a person um, is allowed to make use of or enjoy in the world, so then, okay, then there's a second chashman of the Tachar Salami. Be careful not to do something which is, going to, to, which is going to be negative, which is going to be harmful to the world. Now, what about the other way around? That's the first part I want to discuss. So there are three parts to it. The second part is the idea of conservation. And that is, people spend a tremendous amount of money and resources in having, we have, it's our job to conserve things, it's our job to try to fix things, it's our job to protect things. Well, then the last thing, if there's two alternatives, one's cheaper, is that considered the Tachar? Uh, it could be. 
faster all the time. Like you can do train, I can do the plane. Train will take me five hours, the plane will take me an hour. If it's a Sarek, I don't know, it's not a Now, so is it Indian to conserve? Is it our problem? So here, this is where it becomes much more vocation. In other words, is this something which uh, is, is something which we have to be involved in? Yeah, is there something wrong with it first? Is there something wrong with it that people who are trying to, you know, save the blue whale and the white rhino and the whatever, the Amazon rainforest and all these other things? So if, if for a non-Jew, if that's what interests them, I mean, is there something bad about it? No. For Eden, that's uh, it's downgrading our scale of priorities tremendously because it's not our job in this world to protect blue whales. Uh, uh, so to, to, to shift our focus on protecting whales when you could be saving people is a uh, is, is mis- misaligning our energies and our, our resources. And that's an important point which the world makes a big mistake about it. And that's why I wanted to get to this point. There's something very wrong, very, very wrong, in the hashkafa of the conservationists. Because the way the conservationists think is that something which is endangered has value. Because there are very few of them left, and therefore we have to try and save a species. Whereas something which has a lot of them doesn't have value, because we're not going to, we're not going to run out of them. So the world will say, no, we can, we can, we're, going to, we're going to keep going. They're not going to disappear. So we don't care about them. Learn to conserve, so to speak. And therefore, if you would ask the conservationists, would you rather give $100 to feed starving children or to saving orangutans in West Africa? They're, of course, they're going to the orangutans. They're in the endangered species. And that's a big mistake. A person is more important than an animal. Even if there are lots of people in the world and even if people aren't running, this, at this, running the risk of extinction, it doesn't make a difference. The priority is the same. It's so like I said, if people want to also help animals or also try and save species, okay, but when that becomes a cult and a religion in its own rights and becomes a priority of everything else, so then it's a, it's, it's a, it's a warped ideology. The, it doesn't replace the value of something because it's more, because it's more rare. Now, that's, so therefore, is there, is there something wrong with conservation? No. Is it a priority? which replaces other things, well, for sure, anything which has got to do with our mitzvah observance, anything that has to do with learning Torah, anything which has got to do with achiv of Ben-Am L'Chaveri, or Tzatakot, or other Yidin, for sure it doesn't replace that. That comes first. It's much more important. And uh, again, it's something which definitely grates on a person who's a conservationist, but I have to state the MS as it is. It's much more important to help Yidin who's struggling financially and to save species of animals. And if a person has a, sh- a question of where to allocate the money that they have for stocker, of course, give it to people who need money. It's more important than trying to save a species. That's the second point. Now the third point. Is it Arach Rais? Kilo, then, or let, let's say the other way around. Uh, is, is it, so to speak, uh, seen as uh, what people are doing, which... Uh, is against what Hashem wanted that people make the various things extinct and the answer is no the answer is no the fact that the species becomes extinct isn't necessarily like a proof that Kilo, that Hashem didn't create the world what's one, what's one good to the other one Hashem created the species and now for whatever reason he decides he doesn't need them anymore or he, and he lets them disappear just like what happened to so many civilizations Hashem created them when they were necessary and when he didn't need them anymore they disappeared uh, so the same thing could apply to a species. If there are no woolly mammoths today, it doesn't disprove the Briar Silo. 
Hashem doesn't need them anymore. And uh, or they will no longer had a function to play in their world. So God's Baruch could take them out of the world or allow them to disappear. That's not that's not a right that Kilo that if Hashem is a bore, he, he has to ensure that every single species survives. Now, what is true is a lot of times, and we've seen this proven, a lot of times a species is part of an ecosystem. And when you lose one element in the ecosystem, then the whole system falls apart because it was providing a very necessary job. For example, there was a bird in Madagascar called a dodo, which became ext- a dodo. And the dodo became extinct a long time ago. But ever since then, it stopped being, I think it was palm trees in Madagascar, whatever it was. Uh, why? Because what happened is the bird used to eat the fruit. The digestion of the bird used to break the shell of the fruit. And then afterwards, the, 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 whatever, the sea which came out and the bird's dropping, we started a new tree. And when you took the letters out of the picture, so that never happened, so the, the, the tree stopped producing. And until they found that turkeys can have the same effect, so they brought turkeys there, and then they, they, they got more trees. But the point of the story is, is that it's true. Every, so when Hashem creates something, it's often part of an ecosystem, and if you lose one thing in the ecosystem, then the whole system doesn't work. In this example, so why Hashem did that? If he didn't, uh, or if he allowed it to happen, it's okay. That's what he wanted. It's, it's not a, that's not a so, steer so to the bridge. That's what I said. It's not an Christ that you feel like you know, this is our job in the world to save trees. We have an Indian not to destroy the world. That's true. So what's the difference between something that has a part in the... In the no, I mean, what I'm saying is, is that we aren't trying to destroy things. Hashem created things for a reason. But on the other hand, it's, Hashem decides if he wants them in the world or not. And if he's allowing them to get extinct, that means he doesn't need them in the world. So even they're, they're part of the cycle or whatever... So, okay. so there must, must be part of the Hashem too. Again, it's not that we're looking to destroy it. But that we, can't, we don't see the fact that something disappears or becomes extinct as a proof against Hashem's plan. And that, that's part of the plan too. Um, that's the second point. So again, the first point is not to destroy the world. The second point is how much value do you give to conservation? And then again, for a non-Jew who wants to do it, you don't have a problem with that. There's nothing intrinsically bad about it, but it has its, it has its place. It's in the scale of priorities, so we're not going to recommend the person allocates too much of his ability to help or do things to, to saving things in the Bria as much as he could use to have saving a person. If both things are equal, if, if both things are equal, I can do one which is less destructive to the world. Then, yeah. Okay, and then, and what about what about if it's more expensive? So, like, where, where does where does that line come in? Because like Maisa, I'm not prioritizing it. I prioritize protecting Hashem first and religion. But Maisa, you know, it, 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 it's it's it is it is something to 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 have a value. Yeah, well, so the question is how much value and then like I said if it's something which is significantly different and it's either that or the money would go for something which I consider is more of a priority okay so I'm not going to do that it's very very negative not just by cars but uh, every every electric appliance you buy gives you it's, uh, it's how many green leaves it has it has a level of how eco-friendly it is now the higher you go of course they're making money on that and therefore if you want an A grade you're going to pay money double for it than a B grade or a C grade, whatever it is, as being eco-friendly. Are you going to spend double? Maybe not. It's a, it's a lot of money. A person could design money for things which maybe are more worthwhile. 
Okay, so the person has not money to waste, nothing to do with it, fine. Well, it's not, it doesn't hurt, but if it's something which a person can prioritize, so then it's not necessarily the highest thing in our, our scale of priorities. This side, but a lot of times those things, like you see a lot of money on your electric, stop, as a side point, it might, it might be worth it financially. No, that's not, I'm not talking about someone who uses less power. It has less emissions, it has less things, it's, it's oh, better for the environment. Oh, oh. The mascot of that is that, like, as a goy, they can do whatever they want, just wrong that they're giving too much priority to it. Like, they should save the children in Africa. What's more important? It's for People, people or animals. And for us, for sure, like, okay, if we have a bit of time, why not? But, like, let's prioritize the real stock. For sure, for us, we have to prioritize. For a goy, we're not, we've got our job to help his priorities. If he wants to spend his life doing that, okay, it's better than doing various. But like, I'm saying the hashgraf is wrong because it's, it's, they give an over. Uh, disproportionate value to something which just because it might become extinct. Any doubt of that, that I would spend using a terribly uh, eco-friendly appliance that, that could be a sweet stuff of, but if I'm going to go use it to buy you know, pizza then I should better spend it. There is some value to say yeah, There's some product. value but like I said in proportion. In proportion. Uh, it doesn't not something which is uh, as long as it doesn't get to the point where it's like yeah it's, yeah it's uh, uh, okay it's a good thing we have to but, but like again it's not that without that the bridge is going to fall apart it's not that if we don't do this then the world's coming to an end so then what but the person told other to so that's also so it's forget they're taking care of it so yeah, don't don't actively destroy it yeah. don't actively destroy it you're allowed to use it the way you want so if there's a way to use it which is a bit less destructive to the to the to the to the environment, okay. We say that. But the Rambam doesn't destroy the world. That's not destroying the world. But he can't destroy the world, so it must be that that Rambam was saying. No, don't do don't do things to which are actively destructive. Yeah, I'm not. I'm doing something for myself. I have a way to do it in a way which is more which is going to cause less and more. That that's I'm not doing to destroy the world. To a certain extent, someone to to more of a I I want to. Bring an atomic bomb on its own, then they can say, like, it's for our purpose, like, we are destroying, like, we see as the goal in life to whatever destroy the Jews. So, like, we're not destroying the world, we're using the world for whatever we are. Like, every, to a certain extent, everything you can do, because then you know, I'm not doing it for nothing, I'm just like bombing half of Africa because, like, I don't like black people. So, it's not my self thing that I don't want to see black people anymore. We're trying to say, never what? Huh? Never what? What are you trying to say? So, no, we said now that you're allowed to use the world. So everything is using the world. Nothing is destroying. No. I do something, usually I do it because I have a certain something behind. So I'm always using the world. No. I'm going back to the normal game before. If I go for a walk of the road and ran and just pull these off the trees, what do I do? I'm old, so I need to occupy my hand. So, so yeah. I just need to have a toy in my hand and I need to fidget. That's nothing. It's so not a reason. It. I no, there's a tariff. There's a tariff. There's something a person needs and some person doesn't need. A person doesn't need the thing they need. It's done. Out of a rotten to be destructive. To break something. There's no there's no rhetoric. If it's providing a need for me, then I can you know this is very nagay, it's a lot of things. In other words, sometimes let's say it might be better for uh, for uh, the ground if I would uh, cut down a, a crop a certain way rather than putting it out of the ground completely. But it's much easier to put it out of the ground. So I'm going now to, to spend more time and effort and like kind of cut, harvesting in a way which is, again, if, love dafka, we don't find that. If, if the is that I mean, that's the way to get to the food. It's the easy, most convenient way to do it. I'm mean, allowed to do that. 
Okay, that's the second point. What I'm talking about conservation. And the last one I want to talk about, um, and that is the last one I want to talk about, and that is that people feel that okay, you know, we're now responsible. A certain feel of responsibility that we have to take responsibility. We are the ones to make sure that the world survives, or that that whatever there's no global warming, whatever else is going to be. Um, so there's a certain amount that's beyond beyond Adam, and a certain amount which is not beyond Adam. You know, there's a certain amount which a person can say that we are responsible for, and a certain amount that is not 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 totally on people to to decide. And the that's why the attitude which comes from feeling that you know we the we we the ones who are in charge and we have to make decisions because it's our job to save the planet. It's also coming from a non-terror perspective. It's also coming from a non-terrorist perspective because without taking a shim at the picture, then a person feels, you know, we're the custodians. And if that asks, then maybe things actually will just get self-destructed at some stage. You know, and uh, that's not the case. We're not, we're not, even if we're going to a- agree to work to make things less destructive or whatever way it's going to be, it's never coming from the point of view as that we're the ones who are making the decisions and we, the outcome is based on us. Who says that we can't destroy the planet? Sorry? The 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 world doesn't actually have too much longer. So it's not like we're investing here for the next billion years of how to save the world. The world's pretty much running out of time. It only has 218 years or 14 or 16 years, whatever it is. So it's not like it's too too long in the future anyway. And therefore to say, you know what, if you're going to do these things now, then in 500,000 years' time, it's going to do damage. Even if it be 500 years' time, it's going to do damage. That's irrelevant then, because the world's not going to last that long anyway. And therefore, if you're going to say that what I do wrong now is something way destructive to the planet now, okay, fine, I hear that. You're going to say, you know, that the amount, the fact that we're depleting the world's reserves and it's going to be famine because in X amount of years we're going to run out of food supplies or, or anything else, you don't have to worry about that. It's not like we, we, we're laying foundations for such a long time that we have to worry about the very long term effect. Because more than 200 years, the world won't exist. Sorry? Oh, After 6,000, right. So the world's not going to exist that long. And therefore, things which we can say, we're doing things which are going to affect us now, okay, fair enough. We, have to, we should protect the world now. But to say that we have to like, invest in planning for the world of the future, no, we're not the world of the future. Hashem's going to take it over at some stage. Now, that's uh, the Hashkaf. It's not, it's not like we're the custodians who have to guard the world from falling apart. It's not like we have to make long-term plans to ensure the world's long-term stability. It doesn't have such a long-term either way around. And now the last point. And that is, and this, this, this is the point which is where it gets to, I said, the part of con- the, this, this mindset which is, in, which is actually also. And that is, and the, the conservationists speak about this without embarrassment. And that is, that the best way to save the planet is population reduction. There's too many people. Yes, there's too many people. There's too many people in the world, and it's, it's depleting the resources too much, and causing too many carbon emissions and too many other things which people do. And people are not an endangered species. We can do with a lot less of them. And therefore, there's a... Is, the, now, the means they want to go about population reduction is, the, is the, some of them they will talk about, some of them they won't. But the idea is definitely spoken about. 
not just in the, by random politicians. There's a UN agenda uh, to uh, just a catch in the words of uh, in, in ensuring the sustainability of natural resources. And the thing is that uh, there's too many there's too many billion people basically for the to the long term stability of natural resources. And therefore, they talk about education, or, which is basically encouraging people not to have children, or as one way of trying to reduce the, the way they, the, the, the mutual way they talk about is education, and another teaching people not to have children, because that way they can re- reduce the amount of people. Other, other methods are much more legally or morally problematic, but whatever the case is, that's a big mistake. Like I said before, it's a big mistake. It's not. It's not a. It's not something which we have to sacrifice people for in order to save, to save the planet. And uh, besides which, it's not even going to make a difference. It's not even going to make a difference because, like we said, there's, uh, the Gemara says, Hashem gives people, He gives food. It's not like Hashem is going to create people to go to stuff. So the idea, again, it's coming from the wrong perspective. It's coming from their Hashkafa. That if there's an overabundance of people, then it's like we're going to have the grazing land where there's too many cows and not enough grass. And it doesn't look like that. If Hashem creates a person, Hashem creates him with a pronos as well. So we know that that's part of the argument. And that is, we have to minimize the amount of people because uh, there isn't enough resources to go around. That That's not just contrary to the halakh, it's contrary to Ahashkaf as well. Um, that's the. More, more, more negative side of of that mindset. Um, the last point. The last point. The the uh, the last aspect of what's become a, also a big thing of conservation is recycling. It's a different field. Is recycling now over there? Is there is there a halachic statement or standpoint on that? Is it right to recycle, wrong to recycle? In other words, the, here it's a different point. It's not about tashkis because it's not like a question of I'm destroying something in the world. Here it's a morphogram, and that is if you would recycle this, then we would need to use more. So if I if I find a way to reuse the things I've already got, so that I don't have to produce more, and that way then long term I don't have to use. Resources. So, for example, instead of having to use more fuel to turn into plastic, I can recycle the plastic there already is, and I don't have to access more things. Okay. So, is there something bad about it? No. There's nothing wrong with recycling. The question is, uh, again, at what expense? How much is that a mechaif? How much is that a mechaif? Anything which is recyclable, a person like has to go to the extra efforts to to make sure to recycle. So, is it the same thing you said before? And that is, it's, even though it's, it's more of a grammar step, it's not like I'm, de- I'm actively destroying the world by not recycling something, but uh, it, if it doesn't cost me more time or effort or anything else to, to put something in the recycling bin rather than just throwing it out in the garbage, why not? It doesn't harm. And in, if in some way it's a grammar, uh, okay, so that's not a bad thing to do. If it means that once to spend 20 minutes once a week having to sort through my garbage, decide what can be recycled where and how, is a person who to that? No, person who to that. It doesn't fall into the gather of, of of the clear enough chiyuv that a person is doing or what a person is doing that that would that would, that would obligate him to do that. The only last point, and that is, 
but it's that uh, the in times where not doing something will cause a chilul Hashem, that becomes a different. That's the difficult altogether a different cheshbon. That's all, that's a different cheshbon. It's nothing to do with the Indian of recycling or saving the planet or conservation. That's going to do with the chilul Hashem. And therefore, a person's in a place where he's being seen what he's doing, and is what is what a person's being looked at as to do as what he's doing is there something that's wrong with that. Okay, so then there's a certain area of chilul Hashem involved. Which is a different cheshbon and sonra, but but barring that, so then we go with the regular rules of what's considered a mechayev and not a mechayev. Like we said, something which is not bad in most cases, but definitely it's not a mechayev, which is, should uh, feature high in the Jewish sense of priorities. Of course, we're more interested, more interested in us preserving Olam Abba and saving Olam Azah.